just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. I just happen to come up hard. Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it. I never it. took a straight path nowhere. Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. All right, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. We are in episode ninety freaking six of the A Show. Ninety six weeks. Ninety six weeks, man. That's a uh, that's longer than when WCW was on top, apparently, according to all these historic books and shit like that. I don't know. I don't know what ninety six. Oh yeah, stands we're, for. we're way past eighty six weeks. Yeah, we're we're, we're eighty two weeks. I think. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. We're way past that. It was eighty two. Right? I think it was eighty two. Um, there's a whole podcast dedicated towards that kind of content. Um, yeah, man. Welcome. We're back. Um, it is, geez, Louise. We we're living in. I think this world. Or at least the Earth currently right now. I don't know what we're going through with like. It's a, it's a war. It's a wrestling war. It's a wrestling war. There's a Sony and Disney war. There's a chicken sandwich <laughs> war. There's. <laughs> it's legitimately. I don't think. I don't know how much longer we're gonna survive. To be quite honest with you, the really, chicken. The chicken war is gonna tear us apart. The chicken war is my favorite one. It is legitimately. I've never. My, I've never seen white people, black people, Asian, Spanish, Hispanic, Latino, all fighting over chicken. You know what's crazy, though? If the chicken sandwich wasn't good, people would not be fighting over this. I'm sure of it. It's a good sandwich. It's the Roman reigns of sandwiches. It is just good. People want to hate it, but they really can't because it's a good sandwich. It's a good sandwich. Yeah. Last week was powered by this sandwich. 100% 100% powered by the sandwich. Um, I don't know what this week is powered by. A couple weeks ago, we were powered by Red Bull. Last week, the sandwich. What are we powered by this week? This week is uh, Cheetos Puffs. Oh, okay. I, I ran right in the house. Jesus uh, Christ. Stayed a little bit later at work to put out a, a couple fires before I started. Ran right in, uh, kissed the old lady, and said, All right, old lady. I'll be, I said, I'll be back. And I came in here. <clears throat> and we did the show. That's always We're doing fun. the show. That's always fun. Abandoning your, you know, significant other for a podcast. For me. Um, that's so always just fun. Like, yeah, to hang out with you. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I love it. I respect it. Um, what else is up like that? I felt like I had more things to say in the beginning of this thing, but then I forgot. Um But yeah, it's a crazy world out there. Listen, we we don't we don't have uh we have a lot to go through this week. A lot of things have changed in the landscape mm-hmm. of professional wrestling. A lot of things mm-hmm. have changed on the landscape of WWE. A lot of things have just changed in general. Um, change is what we're going through. And and, and I think the no holds barred this week definitely reflects that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's get right into it on No Holds Barred this week. Uh, we spec- we've been speculating this for a very long time. And as the wrestling schedule landscape shakes up, you know, we've had another shakeup as well. Like me, you and me, Mills, we are still trying to figure out what we're going to do post SmackDown on Fox. No, we have <laughs> no idea what we're doing. This is this is insane. If you, if you know, if if the people have a great idea, listen, if the people have an idea of when you would like to hear us with SmackDown now airing on Friday and Raw airing on Monday and a bunch of pay-per-views in between and NXT on Wednesday and AEW on Wednesday and what a wow wrestling on Friday and Impact at midnight on Saturday morning, um, please let us know. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah. We usually record this show on Wednesday night. Technically, yeah, the, the end, quote-unquote, of the main wrestling week, so to speak. And now we've got two shows that will be airing on Wednesdays that are of importance, both live, and also have, you know, SmackDown Fridays, Raw Mondays. Let us know what to do. I, I think the only person that's safe here is MJ. Yeah, MJ's fine. MJ's fine. This is very low He's stakes good. for him. He's good. If anything, this enhances the show. So make sure you listen yeah. to the call up and make sure you stay tuned because, quite frankly, the way, you know, and, and, and really, this is our the centerpiece of our news this week is this bit of news yes. surrounded around NXT. Absolutely. NXT was announced. Well, it was actually funny because a lot of people thought it was going to get announced on Monday and a lot of people had egg on their face when nothing happened on Raw. Uh NXT was announced uh, on Tuesday morning that it will be moving to the USA Network on Wednesdays at 8. New two-hour, yes, two-hour live show straight from Full Sail with NXT. This is freaking huge. This is what we've wanted for years. I think that, you know, we've said it. MJ said it. A lot of people have said it. This show, you know, the roster has just gotten so big that one hour couldn't contain it. I, I remember saying to somebody this week, like I felt as though the NXT TV was like, it, it was in some ways like compartmentalized. It was like one hour was this, and then you got another hour, and it felt like the second hour of, right. the, of the show. Well, and, a lot of yeah, a lot of programs are definitely staggered throughout, depending yeah. on the week. Like there'd be one week you'd see Shayna Baszler, and then you'd go two weeks without seeing her, and then yeah. you'd go, you know, then you have to pick up like a Bianca Belair program in the middle of nowhere, and and that doesn't really go anywhere until after the next set of tapings, and it's so much staggered. But I think with this big move of NXT coming to the USA Network two hours live every week from full sale by the way i think full sale if, if there's any real winners from this it's the people of full sale those those rowdy 600 folks who attend that damn school uh <laughs> who get to see this live show every week it's it's a live show that's not going anywhere you get to see it every week i feel like it's free uh, no, it's not. It's actually gone up. The prices have gone up. The prices used to be around, I, I believe, thirty to fifty dollars. Now they're about a hundred, one hundred twenty dollars just Oof. to get into these tapings. Oof. They are now the hottest ticket <clears throat> in Orlando, and you know this also comes off of what I consider probably the most brutal stretch of NXT tapings that was like the that eight weeks before it's the last takeover that aired two weeks ago. Right, where you you were you went weeks without seeing Gargano, you went weeks without seeing Adam Cole, you went weeks without seeing Shayna Baszler, you went weeks without seeing Matt Riddle. Right, it was just insane. Because at the same time, yes, this is 
you know, a brand, a third brand that they'd like to say, but it's also a developmental brand that would hope you want to give opportunities to the people who have been working hard for it in the PC. So at the same time, it's like you want to see, it's not like Raw every week where you can definitely see a Ricochet every week. You can see an AJ Styles every week. Man, you don't even get to see Shayna Baszler every week. But but NXT on USA, oh, she's prime time, you know? fucking. I, and to be fair, I don't think we're going to be seeing Dan Matha on NXT on USA either. I mean, you might get a Dan Matha. I mean, I don't even think he's still. Is he still Dan Matha? He might be. I think he's like Dorian Matthews or some shit like that now. He might be, but I mean, just it goes to what what you just said that like you know just kind of like the good and the bad of it. It's like the bad is that like a lot you know this was developmental a long time ago, where a lot of people could get that practice. You used to, you would see a lot of people just being jobbers, you know, to to the new talent or some of the talent that they're building, right. You're going to be seeing a, probably a lot more of those types of matches and probably a lot less of the people developing. Like this brand is built on its essentially on its indie stars that they've that they've signed and indie and, and abroad overseas stars that, they, that they've signed. And that's your Io Shirai's, that's your Matt Riddle's, that's your Kushida's. These are the people getting front and center. And I think that's awesome because, I mean, essentially NXT is like a, a super indie that's going to be airing on primetime television well, it's no i mean it's no longer in the it no longer has that indie feel right i mean they're on mainstream they're on network television you can catch nxt at while you're boarding a plane or on a flight from you know la to new york or something like that like you can watch nxt now you don't have it's not something that's like sneaked away like a very network type of deal now it's like you can legitimately watch it and they'll probably have reruns on telemundo or whatever the hell they have it on it's crazy. And to be fair, uh, it, it's still going to run on the same Hulu schedule, and it will also air on the WWE Network the next day on Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. At so eight. they don't they don't run with the same schedule that Raw and SmackDown do, where they have to wait thirty days before they end up on the network, which is you know a major reason why a lot of people just you know who skip these shows like probably don't go back to them because they got to wait thirty days to watch it. Now it's it's immediate, right? So I you know it's a uh, do you think and I'm and I'm looking at the good and the bad going into this and trust me there's a lot of good because it's a lot really, more than bad a lot a lot more good than bad a lot more good than bad do you think potentially um I'm I'm just throwing this out there sort of a bad situation do you think it could possibly lead to an oversaturation of professional wrestling or at least WWE um especially when you've got <clears throat> when you've got you know we're going to hit WrestleMania week and we've got six days out of seven is is WWE programming. You got on pay-per-view weeks, it's like four out of five or even five out of five. You get TakeOver on whatever, Saturday. Then you got pay-per-view on Sunday, you know, Raw on Monday, SmackDown on Tuesday, NXT Wednesday. And before you know it again, it's back to Friday SmackDown. So I, I, used, to, I used to say that this wasn't a problem because... With NXT tapings, like tonight's taping, I know it's going to happen. I don't feel as though it's an essential episode. I'm not going to watch it, right? Right. With now, now I don't know what's going to happen. It's live. And it, yeah, it compels me to watch it. It depends. To me, honestly, it depends on what show's hotter. Like, if all three shows are working on all cylinders, which, like, it, in a lot of ways during Mania season, they will be. Yeah. And we're going to be watching all three of these shows. Right. But like if, if Raw is kind of weak, we'll, we'll do what we did before and just run through it and, you know, watch it on YouTube, which is what we did for like four months. It's a it's an interesting situation because 
I think with WWE, it's a fantastic situation if you get a third brand, and especially probably for USA Network, who wants to, you know, they're losing SmackDown to Fox, but still wants to have that live programming that, you know, that they love so much and that's done so well for their entire thing. I'm not sure what other shows that uh, USA has because, you know. None. <laughs> the the Chrisley thing ain't going as well as it used to. I'm telling you that. They have, I, I think someone counted, they Suit, have four. Suits is going off air. I think there are other shows. Yeah. It's all fair. I think Suits, yeah, Suits may be done. I think there's another show that they have that's also done. Queen of, well, not Queen of the, well, yeah, Queen of the South isn't done, but it is reoccurring. What's that robot show? The Mr. Robot ends this fall. See, so it's like they don't have a lot going on for them to sort of manage to get NXT, and especially at, I mean, they're not paying one billion that they paid for SmackDown, but you know, it was a hefty sack of change. Um, yeah, and it's being said that NBC Universal paid around upwards of fifty to uh, thirty to fifty million for nxt and like it's like again i put this I've back heard in the more. I've, heard, I've heard uh, i've heard to me those those speculations those numbers have gone up i've heard anywhere it's like now i'm seeing like headlines of like close to a hundred million dollars which again a good for nxt you get the talent gets a raise right the talent can book can do different venues now uh video packages will look more spectacular uh, they can do a lot more production wise. They can do like there's so so they can much. Pay of those full sale interns now instead of having yeah. them. <laughs> those poor. I mean, so here's the thing. It's it's at a school. I'm just imagining the fact that like you look on your like your your, your bill for school and you got like the sixty dollar live attendance live live show fee or something along those lines. And you're just like, what the fuck? Am I paying for NXT like through my tuition? Like this is that true? No, no, no. Oh, I'm I'm okay. oldie bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, that's my thing for like tech fees. I used to hate tech fees on my um my bill. Um, but I mean, I I, I can see the possibility of like fans getting exhausted of, of you know professional. I mean NXT is a different brand, so it's kind of different. It's not sort of Raw and SmackDown, but then again, for instance, they're live. Um, yeah. Doing a live show. Yeah. It requires a lot more elements going into it and requires a lot more rehearsing and requires a lot more things. It kind of takes away from the element of NXT that we love, um, especially considering everything is taped, everything is pre-planned, everything is kind of like figured out way in advance. And like now it's like off the fly. Now we kind of see where these people... Their house shows aren't like that, where, where they where they practice the matches. They're not like that. I mean, they, they I mean it's essentially like that. They'll be but I'm talking that. more of the backstage stuff. When you have a live oh. show, you're doing like all the backstage stuff, and 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 a lot of them are pre tapes as opposed to like going live. They can still do that. I mean, but then it's not then it's not cool because it's not live. What do you mean? They you, we would never know. Like if if a, if if it was pre taped earlier in the day, we we'd never know. Like I, they could technically still do that. I'd know. I feel like I'd know. But you would not fucking know. I would know. I would know. We, we just had a Adam Cole. Adam Cole showing up live from the back of a truck, like. I would we know. just had a conversation a couple weeks ago about how we didn't know if the Mandy Rose Sonya Deville uh, fuck up was live. I think it was live. Why would they I leave that in? Live. Why would they leave that in? <laughs> why Who would, knows? Why would they leave the F up in if it was live? People don't love NXT because it's tape and it's highly rehearsed. They love it because they get to see their favorite indie guys go against their other favorite indie guys. This is true. So. Um, no, no one loved it for being developmental. Like, in, in fact, 
there was a time, and you know this, that no one watched this show. And, and honestly, to be fair, people still don't watch this the TV. Like, this is a net positive for the TV. This is going to get me interested in we're doing this show right now. When it's live, I'm going to be like, all right, we got we got to get this over. I got to watch NXT with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to be all able to watch this show to get. Well, actually, no, on, on the West Coast, is going gonna, is gonna to air later for, for me. So, yeah. You'll have already seen it by the time we do this show. Will I have seen it? Because also the challenge airs at the same time this damn, these damn wars go on. Oh, Listen, I'm God. watching as, as the, as the Wednesday night wars are going on, I'm watching the challenge war of the worlds too. So I'm not even going to front. Like I'm watching NXT. I'll probably be watching NXT the same time as you. I hope they replay it instead of, I don't know what they air on Wednesday nights on USA network. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Talk, <laughs> talking stone cold, whatever they air, but, but Ms. and Mrs., they air Ms. and Mrs. a lot, by the way. And, and that's another one of their reoccurring shows Listen. that, it, again, is part of Like, WWE is the, or USA is the WWE network. They take like, it that over. Is, that's what it is. But you just mentioned the war. Uh, the, the implications against AEW for this move, we knew that there was going to be a shot. We knew that there was going to be something bigger than a promo, something bigger than, you know, like right. uh, anything. And, you know, something bigger than TakeOver being the same night as another show. Like, it's something bigger than that. This is, to me, the response in a lot of ways. Like, okay, you can say, yes, USA needs more programming. That's that's true. That is fair. You can say they need something to bolster their ratings overall. And, right. they, and adding a second show isn't, isn't a bad idea. You're right. I think NXT will do pretty good numbers. And at least on, in the beginning, at least in the first six months. But I think... Putting them against AEW in as many homes as they have there and as many homes as, as, as you know, USA Network is in. I'm not really sure of the numbers, but I, I'd say, like, that puts a lot of pressure on AEW. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. So here's the kicker. Here's the, as the kids would say, the gag. Um, they're starting two weeks before AEW starts. Uh-huh. That is, that is the kicker. That is... <laughs> You're starting two weeks. You're in homes a little bit before then. You're getting people more accustomed to before. It's essentially Eric Bischoff stuttering. I mean, it's not essentially. It's kind of. It's similar. I don't know if it was very influential, but Eric Bischoff starting Monday Night Nitro at 8 o'clock or like 8.58 or whatever the hell it is. Like, it's essentially kind of one of those. You have those two weeks pretty much free and then you're getting everyone accustomed to it and then guess what i'm pretty sure wwe is going to build up a show for that mm-hmm. october 2nd show so i i said it like they have tapings that were finished that are supposed to run through the 13th i think mm-hmm. they could scrap whatever whatever creative they have for that and then within those two weeks build up for the october site well well obviously the first show is going to be huge the right? first show is going to be huge yeah so then you build up to another show where you could realistically do a Gargano Cole. Gargano, I mean, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Gargano you Cole, October a, 2nd, to be honest with you. You, you could do a Shayna-Bianca match, a Shayna-Eo match, so anything. You could do any of those things. USA will promote the shit out of it during the WWE can promote that during Raw and make that must-see for all of the casual fans that don't know what NXT is. And you could do a whole... Yeah. No, you're already going to know that's that major week to be watching WWE programming because guess what? Two days after that, SmackDown airs on Fox. So they're covering all bases. They're going to be doing major promo. They're going to be doing a lot of major things. If I'm AEW, man, I mean, to be real with you, I saw a lot of jibber-jabber over the last couple weeks. I haven't seen that much lately. 
not with this announcement. The announcement, no. everything has been kind of surrounded NXT and just the excitement around NXT. And it's like, oh, these people finally gaining get opportunity. Yeah, get the opportunity to show what they are on a national stage. And you get people like Mia Yim, and you get people like, you know, um, Kushida, Kushida, Gargano, the SCH, Undisputed Era. Uh, I forgot all their new names and stuff like that. But you even even new signee Austin Theory. He's someone who also will now be on a main major stage. Like it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think that the entire landscape has once again shifted in sort of this sort of quiet, dull area and how silent it kind of was. We saw the shots thrown by AEW. This to me is not really a shot, but it's more of a flex. Um, yeah, it's a flex. A, a major it's a, flex. It's a like, let's see what you can do. Let's see what you're going to do with that. Because I'm sorry, a show, honestly, like a show with a bunch of new guys to me is more enticing than a show with a bunch of old guys from Attitude Era with, in terms of Jericho and a bunch of unproven guys that they've never, that, you know, people have never seen. And, th- and those NXT guys, they're the perfect people to sort of respond to this AEW show because they're hungry out of anyone. On, on, on weekends, they're the ones competing with the WWE main shows. The NXT TakeOvers are constantly competing with WrestleMania, constantly competing with SummerSlam in terms of... And they're winning, by honestly. It's just depending on kind of what you like. But uh, they're the perfect type of people to, you can really put a fire on them and really bring out the best of the brand on NXT on USA. And Triple H is at the home of it still. So I think it's all good, man. Like This is they're amazing news. They're, this is amazing news. They're going to bust. If AEW ass, moves to Thursday, don't be surprised. I'm be honest with you. Thursday night dynamite might be a thing. <laughs> I, I I'm cutting the promo on that day. All right. <laughs> uh, next up on No Holds Barred, Bray Wyatt's uh, the Fiend character was reportedly being toned down to be more family friendly. Uh, how do you feel about that? Actually, and actually, I mean, within like the last couple hours, maybe like day of of, of or of me putting this on the, the call sheet mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt said it wasn't true I'm wondering where people get their information from that's kind of what I'm wondering from but it's a uh, I wouldn't see you know there are definitely some situations where people are like okay let's tone this down it's going a little too, bit too far I don't think WWE has had to really tone down anything over the last decade like I don't no. think I don't think I think they're in a different type of space, especially now they're kind of occupying like a little bit more TV fourteen. It's kind of a little bit more racy. You kind of got a little bit more things going on. Uh, Here's my thing though: you saw Bray. I highly doubt we're getting Bray Wyatt matches on TV. Let's be clear. No, I feel like I, we're gonna get one on TV eventually. Not like not in the next. I'll say five months. Not in the next five months. Really? I, I no, I don't. I don't. I think we'll see him wrestle again at like a a, a, a network event, a pay per view, where there won't be as many, you know, there won't be as many eyes on it. I think they're very, they're going to be very smart in how because the the lantern alone pushes it to TV fourteen territory, you know, mm-hmm. like that that lantern is intense. That's not a PG lantern, right? I mean, and we just we just saw him on Monday, like he he was it was the same shit just without the entrance. I feel like at some point they're going to get him to wrestle on the main show, but I see where you're going with all of this. I think, you know. 
even if they were to tone it down, I think it would be a mistake. I don't think they're turn, toning it down. I think um, it they, it's really nothing to really tone down. It's not really super risque. This isn't anything that you wouldn't see in the movies. This isn't anything that you wouldn't see on TV shows. This isn't anything that you wouldn't see on TV. It gets worse on TV. I don't know if other wrestling people change the channel once a bit, but it, it, it it's worse out there. The Bray Wyatt yeah. The Fiend isn't something that really needs to be toned down. Um no. And I don't think it is being toned down. So yeah, I mean, yeah. kudos to to Bray for clearing that up quickly. And shame on you, Brad Shepard, or whoever the fuck reported that. I heard he just got worked on Twitter by Rusev. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, he needs to just hang it up at this yeah, point. hang it up. Clothes on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw I did that? It's a little wrestling joke. Uh, yeah, I But like, it's also cool. a Nicki Minaj. Okay. Uh, you know, New York sticks together, I see. <laughs> Uh, next up, Stephen Amell, who has just uh, ended his run on the CW show Arrow, is set to star in a new show on Stars titled Heels. Mm. What is he? Uh, mm. he yeah, uh, he's already been tweeting to AEW guys that they could be on the show. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. I'd love to see Cody act on <clears throat> Stars, man. I mean, you know what? It's not bad. Power is going off air. We might have a little bit new. Uh, New flavor of the month. I'll uh, check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll support a wrestling in in other parts of media. It's not it's not the worst thing on earth. If it could touch glow, which I haven't seen season three of yet, uh, then I'll definitely you'll definitely hear us talking about it on this show mm. hmm. for sure. I need this. I need to watch glow. Have you seen it? No, I've watched episode one. Was it good? <laughs> it was fair. It's a continuation. It's a. It's a, I haven't got into the 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 um the thrill the nitty gritty the nitty gritty of it. The first episode was surrounding um I'll tell you it's it was surrounding it's weird it was surrounding you remember that um that spaceship that exploded yeah Sputnik no was it was uh, that Sputnik no it definitely wasn't Sputnik oh Apollo, Apollo no it wasn't Apollo something is one of those it's surrounding that so okay little you know. Little history, I guess. Um, Bro, I don't remember no history. <laughs> but about to cook me for this? No, you're you're fine. You're fine. Um, but you know, I think it's it was a good lesson in terms of just like even in tragedy, kind of like the show must go on in some sort of aspects. Um, but you know, Stephen Amell. Hey, he loves, he mean, loves wrestling. He loves I mean, wrestling. Go off, white man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got. I nothing can for remember. Him. I can actually remember, you know who clued me into this show was coming? Who? Wally clued me into this was coming. Huh. A year ago. Huh. And I was like, he was like, I, I, he was just like, yo, like, I want to get in on this. And I was just like, I don't know. It depends on who they're going to cast on it. And uh, he was like, yeah, you're right. I was just like, I just don't feel like we're going to give a, they're going to give people like the right deal on this. Right. And then they cast Stephen Amell in it. And it's like, uh, uh. I'm waiting for the Vince McMahon. I'm waiting for that Chris Benoit shit, man. <laughs> no, you're not. I want to watch that. I want to watch because I've, you know what? I find, I don't want to say that I'm like glorifying it, but I definitely find all the events surrounding it and the coverage surrounding it and more so the aftermath than the actual events itself. Very, very interesting. And I kind of want to see how it's really gone down behind the scenes. I think, it's a story that kind of needs to be not needs to be told, but it's a it's a it's a it's a story that's like 
it's a cautionary tale, especially for someone like the NFL to be real. Like it's a yeah. cautionary tale, and sort of that. I think it's a story that needs to be told. Um, but yeah, once again, Stephen Amell, go off, white man, come on. Yeah, get the bag, whitey. <laughs> okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, you you added this last one on, on here. Uh, what is the story with Seamus? I know you're going fan. on with Seamus. Um, I'm okay on Seamus. There are most, I'd say, I go every three years. I kind of flip flop on Seamus. There'll be times okay. when I'm like, okay, I dig what Seamus is doing. And then most of the time it's like, get him off TV. I don't care. Um, but what is the story with Seamus? He hasn't been on since WrestleMania. I mean, Sasha Banks returned before him. Um, is it a notable injury? Is he ever coming back? Is he retired? He's in his 40s at this point. He still looks good. Um, reportedly, he's dropped like 40, 30, 40 pounds. Um, yeah. He looks great. He looks great. I mean, you you watch the Celtic workouts and you kind of see like, yo, he's actually very charming in an Irish kind of way. Um, (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um, He's very, very charming, but it's still like also like, you know, he, he, he has a lot more to offer. I think he has a lot more to offer. I think if you put him into the scene, like imagine a Seamus versus Ricochet. Like I think That'd those ma- I think those matches would be cool. I think we haven't seen the the landscape has changed around Sheamus and we haven't seen him kind of interact with a lot of people, but I think he should. But I'm un- I'm interested in what's going on with Sheamus. What's going on with a lot of people? Rusev, um, Leo Rush, uh, a lot of people. Uh, you know why? No, don't even say you know why Leo Rush not on TV. I know why Leo Rush is on TV. <laughs> but what is the status? What is the status? We haven't had a good. Sub Zero frozen. <laughs> we haven't had a like a spring cleaning or like these. They're guys. not gonna do that. They're not doing that anymore. All right. No, you already. You, there's another company out there. If it was just like, you know, the Indies, their ass would have been gone. Right. That's true. <laughs> it's just the Indies. They're like, all right, bye. Go to Impact. I don't care. Like right. they didn't care. Like everybody resigned like, for the bag, man. Yeah, well, there, well, I don't think Seamus wants to go. I think that there might be some truth to like maybe he might be, you know, they might he might not be able to get cleared. Mm. I think there might be some truth to to the to the injury or the serious injury rumors that we heard a couple months ago before Mania. Hmm. And then they won the titles, and it was like, uh, okay, uh-huh. and then they lost the titles. Well. There you go. I think there might be some truth to that. I really do. Like, I, I, I would not be surprised if you there's a story where it's like, you know, Seamus can't get cleared. I'm not saying I know this out of you know any type of knowledge, but I think you know that it's it's no it's no reason why he he's not there. He's not done anything bad or done any bad press. Like, I. But if you're not gonna use Seamus, then why the fuck aren't you calling uh, Luke Harper home from from home and bringing him in on these shows? Like. That's what I don't understand. Like, there's people that can actually go that are not being used. Like, Luke Harper is sitting at home. Why? This is true. Because they don't want to give uh, AEW the bag. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I thought we'd see Luke Harper a lot sooner, like this week. But we shall see. We shall see. Um, Are you ready to get in some hot takes? Let's go. Let's get into some hot takes. We finished up July last episode. Yes. So we've got a lot of recent hot takes. So please keep submitting them. Keep submitting them week by week. We got a lot more. I'm actually trying to remember where we left off. It's not as easy to mark on Google Sheets as it is. Um, But let's see. 
Um, you got another wrestling hot take from Black Air Forces, but blue laces is what this says. Okay, it's a little bit more dangerous. Um, <laughs> Way more <laughs> can't can't wear those in a certain neighborhood. Shit. Um, wrestling hot take. Don't nobody give a fuck about a return <laughs> because the man almost died or retired, whatever the case may be. Wrestling is subject- subjective, and I see wrestling fans make light of Chris Benoit, a murderer, by the way, with no troubles. So people want to say Goat God Sasha Banks' return was better than it just was. Hey, hey, that ain't even a hot take. That's facts. You, you saw the I, views, right? Yeah, I saw I Four I'm million tweet views. Back up Four million to views. like what? 300K? Oof. Come Oof. on, bro. Get it. Come on. Don't even, I wasn't even talking about Again, I wasn't even talking about Shibata's almost dying. I think Shibata's a spectacular wrestler. I'm sad he's not back. Right. But his return, if it was a return, it wasn't that hot. Keep going. His, their non-wrestling hot take is, Paige Neck got taken away, and this has nothing to do with wrestling, but holy shit, the girl has to be a bigot. Um, from associating with the Nazi <laughs> to her transphobic, racist, and homophobic boyfriend, she also laughed and deleted when her boyfriend called this black girl a man. Uh, why does Yeesh. Paige surround herself with such problematic? You know, it's so crazy. Like, just like, just bad situations. The, Good girl, bad movie, situations. The movie makes her look real. Like, have you, have you seen Fighting with My Family yet? No, I have not. So like the movie like makes it seem like mad wholesome, and I I can definitely tell there's holes in that shit because obviously it's a movie, but like and The Rock made it, and The Rock made it. <laughs> He's in it for no reason. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, late fees, uh, Dwayne Johnson episode on Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm in. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what? I I'm not gonna dispute that. I think that I. I don't know if I go as far as to say she's racist. No, she said she said her boyfriend is racist. Oh yeah, yeah, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's I, been I causing think... problems on the internet. Like she needs to, she needs to. I wouldn't say. I mean, she's gonna do what she does anyway because she's Paige. Um, but at the end of the day, I think she needs um, a better sense of judgment when she picks the people that she's kind of been around with. A lot of people have... It's always bad. A lot of people are going to criticize anyway, and I understand that, and whatever you do is going to be scrutinized, especially when you're a public figure and you have a large amount of influence. But at the same time, it's like you also got to understand, like, these people aren't necessarily saying this without reason, without, Mm -hmm. you know, just for not. Um, They're just things that i've just seen from her boyfriend online that i'm just like really really my guy like um so maybe she needs to pick better people around how do you feel about her photo shoot in the neck brace <laughs> it's like the you ever, you ever saw that uh that one picture that floats around instagram or not instagram but floats around twitter every so often where it's like this naked girl and like on a train on train tracks <laughs> You and know. it's like, yo, yo, get naked on these train oh, tracks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. That's what it looked like to me. I, I, I mean, Paige has been doing goofy shit for years. I don't, I've stopped giving her benefit of the doubt. I've stopped giving her country. I think a lot of people give her a lot of like, I think people coddle her still, like on social media. Where it's like, she's been through so much. And yeah, the Del Rio shit was trash. Like, she, it was a terrible, toxic relationship. But it's like, if she keeps going back to the well and doing shit like that with trash people, what am I supposed to say? She's an adult, you know, like that's what she's, that's what she's choosing to do. So what, what I got to say about that? Like Paige might be trash. She's 75% trash. I'll say that. 
How about it? Um, I wish her the best. I wish her the best. That's all I can say. Um, we have another wrestling hot take from Slat Riddle. Um, hey, I like that. <laughs> Sasha turning on Natty in the middle of her speech about her dead father is the most disrespectful heel turn of the year. Uh, what have been the heel turns this year? Not a lot. Um, heel turns. Heel turns. I don't think anything any have been as impactful as Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks starting heels like one of the best things ever. But um, Kenta, Kenta, shit. sure. Uh, I feel like we're oh, Dean. Well, Dean was November, wasn't it? No, Dean November. was last year. Dean was definitely yeah. last year. Um, no, yo, that's so crazy. No one's turned heel. Yeah. Or Kevin Owens, but we already we knew that was happening. Kevin, yeah. Well, I mean, he turned face. Say that. Well, he turned heel. First. He turned heel first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he did. We knew that was coming. Very though. big show, like, um, yeah, not a lot of heels. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'll give you that. Sasha, it was, it yeah, was, yeah, not a lot of heels. Um, was Shinsuke this year? Shinsuke was kind of no, this year. It was last year. No, it was this year. Rusev was won it? the title on Christmas. Um. Oh, and then Nakamura got mad in January. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they became right. some sort of weird team. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about him. I don't. Really, I, yeah, I didn't even remember that. So yeah, Sasha wins. Um, yeah. Um, his next, their wrestling, um, non wrestling hot take is so much fun. The album is greater, greater, greater than the Wizard by Future. Uh, hmm. uh, as a futurologist and. Slime myself. I love both albums. I I am not gonna. I I'll plead the fifth on that one. I I can't. I can't choose. Please, I love them both. Yes, plead the fifth. Um, we have the next one from HBK John Michaels. <laughs> I love these fucking names. These people are great. Um, Sami Zayn return has been so underwhelming, and turning him heel was an incredibly short-sighted move and a big mistake. He could have been on SmackDown team with KO and taken on Shane and Elias by now. Um, how do you feel about a potential? Sami Zayn face turn. Do you feel like that would have helped his career out? Uh shit. We're gonna talk about Sami and Nakamura a little bit later. Um, I think it's on the way. I'll say that. I think so too. Um, his yeah. non wrestling hot take is Isaiah Rashad is the most underrated rapper right now. Um, he'd have to be rapping for me to say that. Uh, I haven't yeah, heard I, much from him to be honest. Yeah, in like three, in like two years, I think. But I do like him. I like him. But yeah, he's. For some reason, he just got to pick it up. Um, let's do last one for this episode. We'll do more as we, you know, for the next couple of weeks. Um, name the Breon show. Shout out to my guy. Um, yeah, he's followed us for years, man. He's a cool guy. He says, non-wrestling hot take, Cody Rose destroys AEW from the inside by booking himself to be a world champion for a year plus. Now, will, uh, will he go the Jeff Jarrett route? <laughs> I don't see it. I, I don't see it. But I don't see him doing that. If not him, then who? If he does, if he goes dusty, that'll be crazy. Uh, I can see Jericho being the champion too many times before I see uh, before I see Jericho doing it. I can see Cody Rhodes building himself up as like just determining that this this company needs a hot face and I am the one. <laughs> like I'm that would be actually worse than him being like the evil heel champion. Him being like the face, 
the, the, the scrappy sort of under, you know, executive who's coming from under and who's building himself up all the way through and becomes champion would probably be, like, more, like, vomitrocious to me. I don't know. I, I mean, I could see it. I just don't know if he'll, he'll do it, you know? I mean, I, maybe, you know, maybe I'm being too naive again. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Um, non-wrestling hot take, Popeye's chicken sandwich is overrated. Get out of here, sir. It is. Nah. I think it, you know what I'm beginning <laughs> to think. Not all Popeyes make this thing the same. Maybe they're not frying it as well as they fried mines. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it's a little bit different, but it's tasted good. I've had it three, four times now. It has tasted good every I've, time. I've only had it once. I've only had it once well, because in California we don't have Popeyes with the drive-through. Right. Oh, excuse I'm me. Not, People can't walk into. Oh my God! You're not too good to walk in a store, are you? Nah, man, it's 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 oh, hot out here, bro. Oh my it's god, hot out here. It's, oh, it's dangerous, bro. You make me sick. All right, all right. Let's end the hot take. End the hot takes for this week. More hot takes next week. Keep submitting them. We love hearing all you guys' funny names and hilarious hot takes, and just what you guys think about the world of professional wrestling. Um, let's get into we the need sh- next week. Next week we need your. I want NXT hot takes. NXT hot takes. That would be nice. What? What do you think the main event? Give your hot take main event for the October second NXT live show. Oh, but now we're booking the territory. That's that's my stepping on my toes. But all right, you know what? We got it. Um, <laughs> let's do that. Uh, let's do that. Um, let Let's get to the, these shows and wrap this thing up. Uh, Raw, really enjoyable show. I think one of my favorite Raws. Uh, I mean, I mean, Raw for the past month has been pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I didn't look forward to this. From the things that were announced beforehand, Jerry Lawler talks to Sasha Banks, Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio has an announcement, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I was just like, I'm not looking forward to this shit. This looks like yeah. a by-the-books Raw. Um, beyond by-the-books, really, really good. Had some good yeah. wrestling in it. Had some good stories in it. Had some things I didn't predict happening. Um, overall, I agree with you. Very, really, really enjoyable show. What I have to say is that, like, they, you know, again, like you said, for a show we weren't looking forward to, they, they really tightened it up. They, they seem tighter. Like, I almost feel like SmackDown was longer to me on Tuesday than Raw was on Monday. Like, I, I felt as though Raw kind of moved. SmackDown, really yeah, nice SmackDown dragged a little bit, you know, in some areas. But um, it, but, and I think that's because SmackDown's carrying the weight of a really large story through yeah. the show. Yeah. But I, I really did I really did enjoy uh Raw on Monday. Uh, let's just get from the top. Uh, Braun and Seth are WWE's hottest new duo. Uh, beginning of the night. Uh, Braun was was scheduled to face AJ Styles. Of course, you know that didn't happen, which led to Paul Heyman's greatest trope, his favorite trope. Tag team champions that don't get along. We saw it in ECW. <laughs> we saw it in SmackDown. Smackdown. Remember the yes. SmackDown Six Era, Benoit Angle? We saw yep. that. I mean, <laughs> tag team champions that don't get along. It's like it's his MO. It's, uh, as, soon as, as soon as he said for the tag titles, did, did you know that they were going to win? Yes, it? yes, 100%. 100%. I never had any doubt in my mind that they would lose that. <laughs> and, and and people who are complaining are like, oh, can they do this? It's a club. Like they're gonna win it back. I'm like relax. Well, not only that, like people complaining, the crowd fucking loved it. I agree. 
the crowd fucking loved it. Like they they loved it. I love the way that it ended. Uh, I, I think that again, I was not in on Seth Braun. I didn't know how they'd stretch this out. I thought he'd turn on him or something like that. And essentially, they're doing a slow burn. Yeah, it's rare that WWE has a has a ending to a show that leaves you happy, yet also leaves you asking questions. Yet yeah. also, it's just like you got a great match out of it. You got a kind of great result. You kind of had the story that's building that we're not fully sure what's going on. Is you know as of yet. Um, it's rare to kind of do that. Usually, you, you know, for the last decade or so, they've been ending the shows, and you're kind of like, I, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Baron, Baron Corbin on top again. Baron Corbin. On, <laughs> mm, all right, we'll see how this goes. I guess I'll watch. I mean, I'm not watching next week, and then you end up watching next week anyway. But um, Braun and Seth, how do you feel about this program thus far? How do you feel like it's? Do you do you? Um, are you anticipated for this match that may potentially happen? I mean, it could be. What I'm seeing is they're going to double book them both at Clash of Champions. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I, either that, or they'll lose it the night after, or they'll lose it the, the night before, or the the, it, the it, raw before. I think it's a great look to double book him at Clash of Champions. You give your face adverse, your face's adversity, while at the same time pitting them against one another, you get them familiar with them, and then you put them in the show. And, you know, you, you have that opportunity where they could potentially lose the titles, and then you build in, in that own same night. It's like the animosity for that main event even grows a little bit longer. I think it's a great story. I uh, think that there's also the potential that, like, they win, they, they retain the titles, and Seth retains the title that night, and then Braun turns the next night or something like that, and then some, some, something weird will happen there. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. I would actually rather them lose it sooner than later, but I'll, I'll see where this plays out. As far as how excited I am for it, um, I thought Monday was cool. I thought it was it was really good. You saw a little bit of the cocky uh, face Seth there mm-hmm. that I could see that would rub Braun the wrong way. Um, and I think that Seth plus big dude is a really great match combination. And I, I think he's one, he's one of the best people on the roster that can do that combination, as we've seen uh, a couple of weeks ago with, with Brock. So, Bring it on, baby. I just don't want it to go too, too long, you know? Seth Rollins breaks another records, Grand Slam champion. Um, Again. <laughs> has become the person who has the most double champion reigns in WWE history. I don't. I think that's a statistic that WWE didn't. I don't know if they picked up on, but, you know, he's someone who won the WWE championship and U.S. title. He's won the tag team titles and the Intercontinental title. Now he's tag team champion and um wwe universal champion like there's if he was roman <laughs> that's, that's all i got in my comments when i saw this he was like oh man if he was roman people would be sick right now like uh, uh, oh well i, I, might I would be, be I, I i like the double the double title look yeah i like that's it. a cool look that's a, I, i've always loved that look listen and it's all red listen come on man <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of red whole Seth. lot of red <laughs> oh uh, my god next up uh we spoke about this earlier to uh in this episode but bray wyatt or as the fiend showed up and killed jerry lawler and uh, what i thought was a really good flowing uh storyline throughout the show was when is sasha gonna talk which you know we were thinking that she was gonna get wasted and once again the show subverted your expectations or is subverted mine is subverted everyone's expectation and got lawler the fuck out of here the first thing we hear on the show is lawler on commentary because Corey graves was out this week on right. vacation in the bahamas with his girlfriend <laughs> but uh 
we'd get Lawler the fuck out of there within the first 45 minutes of the show. I think that's so, you know, it's storytelling that's also like, you know 100% your fans and you know that people don't really want to hear and or see Jerry Lawler. But <laughs> they've been doing this thing where ever since that, you know, Raw reunion, they've been trying to sneak a little few, just some legends on, on, on Monday Night Raw and, you know, on SmackDown as well. Um, but you know your fans really don't want to see it. So guess what? You bait them. And then you send out the fiend. You give him something to do. He knocks out Jerry Lawler. You get yeah. um, Vic Joseph, um, who was spectacular. You think so? He was he was way better than fucking Dan- uh, David Otungo on Tuesday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh for sure. I mean, but that's not that's not fair. David Otungo with uh with with uh what do you say? Byron Jackalite. Oh Jackalite. <laughs> what do you say? I don't remember. Oh god. <laughs> Yo, David Otunga is still getting a check, though. Like, imagine that. You know how long uh, and, Nexus was? And he got the kid. <laughs> Turn on. We are the prize. Come we on. We are the prize. Come okay? on. Okay. Um, but yeah, The Fiend did destroy Jerry Lawler. I loved it. I mean, I thought it was great. I love the fact that Jerry Lawler, <laughs> he saw the lights flicker. He was like, I know what this is. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a really nice touch. I, I can't lie. I, you know, some, like most people just sit in the ring. I like the writing there. It was like, they're not going to just stand in the ring. He's going to go up. And also, you know, again, protecting that entrance. Right. Protecting that aura. Like, having Jerry go up the, the ramp so you don't have Bray actually walk down. I, I like the way they protected him. I have, uh, listen, I have no complaints about The Fiend right now at all. And, and I, didn't, I didn't think that I'd ever say that. I wish they bring back Firefly Funhouse, you know, in between. But mm-hmm. other, than, other than that, I think it's cool. It's all right. It's cool. I, I'm digging this thus far. Um, let's talk about this. Oh, I'm sorry. You want, you want to say that? No, no, no. I got nothing. Uh, Ray Mysterio segment. Mm. Really good. Really? His best, probably, I thought it was his best promo ever. I never thought he was going to retire. <laughs> like, well, no, I, well, no, was I great. thought he was going to get, I thought he was going to get beat up, you know? <laughs> and then when, when Dominique comes out, you, you get a really, from what I understand and what I felt. And again, like fathers and sons, that type of story that always gets me. You know, that, that's the type of thing that will always that will always kind of strike a chord with me. So, like, I thought it was I thought it was really cool. It was really effectual. And I thought it was real more than anything. It hit me like season five, Fresh Prince. That's how I feel like just those. That's, emotion, that's cool. Emotional story. I mean, I I was I, I liked it. But at the same time, it's just like. I don't know. There's something about it. Could have went. It could have went hokey if they if they stayed on it for too long. Yeah. But but. I think no, no. It couldn't went hokey if Dominique was out there too long. Luckily, they give you the context with Ray's promo, which was really well scripted and well written, and it felt like he was actually saying this, or he actually would have said this. And then you got to the Dominic part, and then you got the hug at the end, and I thought that was really that was really sweet. I don't know. I think they could have milked it a little bit more. I don't know. It the seem it would Milking seem. Weird. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. You have a, a star like Rey Mysterio, former world champion, you know, legend, and you have him re- retire backstage in an interview with Charlie Caruso. Like, well, no, they never said it was the retirement speech. But he, I mean, yeah, but he's considering retirement. You have that announced there. Like, Kurt Angle announced his retirement in the ring. They had video package. They had people saying, you suck, all that other stuff. Like, and you have Rey Mysterio kind of like, you know, I'm just thinking. I'm just, you know, I'm, I just want to, you know, my career. It's a, I've lost to Andrade so many times, and his girl is so fine. And Wow. All that, the, it was never said. You it know, was never you said. You know, Rey Mysterio get the top notch. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, you know, it was very, very interesting to see how it was done. 
I want to see how this, where this goes. Where the hell does this go? Where does this go? The rumors have been Dominic gets in the ring. Um, he has been training um, yeah. as a professional wrestler. So that's the rumors. But also, like, this seems like a very big setup. It seems like a David Flair situation where someone who's <laughs> clearly, like, way in over his head. But it also makes me think, like, does... Is Ray did Ray come back to get his his son a job? <laughs> because that's what it seems like to me. It, it's, he may have got to keep it yeah. in the family. I think he Dominic was secured anyway. But um, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, the Sasha Banks uh, thing, which hey man, again I really like the way they weaved her throughout the night. You know where you know you get the interview segment and then you think she's over and it's done and it's not. I really like that. It's very Paul Heyman, I will say, a very Paul, Paul Heyman way of booking. But WWE has a really interesting dilemma with Sasha. Uh, I remember saying earlier this week, I would just rather her not say anything and don't and don't address it at all. And that's what they did here on Raw. Uh, of course, since Jerry Lawler was out, they had Sasha there waiting, and so she did the, the promo backstage with Michael Cole questioning her. He asks her why she did it. And of course, he doesn't, you know, really ex- express what he was talking about. But she says she starts talking about her hair, mm. and then when he mentions, by all means, Sasha, I th- I don't think we care about your hair. Yeah, but excellent fucking question <laughs> or excellent re- uh, excellent rebuttal, Cole. I, I like that. Turn up. Uh, so again, oh, actually, before that, the the Becky Lynch promo. Oh, the that. Becky Lynch promo was incredible. Oh, we. I thought that was. To be honest with you, I thought that was one of the stronger parts of the show. Just having her... I mean, she's not doing much these days. I mean, granted, that's pretty good. She's been running pretty hard for like the last six months. Yeah. But that promo was everything. That promo was mm-hmm. the reason why she is where she is now. It's like those type of like scorching promos. Not leaving it on Twitter and things like that. But really leaving it in the ring and leaving it on the mic, you know, in the ring and things like that. That is why she is where she's at right now. Um, yeah. And I think that they're, very, again, interesting dilemma because everyone's like, how long are you going to keep these two away from each other? Again, it's week, what, week two? They had no contact, but they're orbiting around Natty. So in a way, they're babying Natty again <laughs> to get Sasha over as a as a bigger heel. It's working. I will say that much. Like people are starting to boo Sasha. Um, but how did you feel about the line later on in the show when when Natty uh, is giving a promo about Sasha and, and her actions, and Sasha beats her up and says, uh, "See you in hell, Natty," or she said, "She said go to hell, Natty, and tell your dad I said hi or some shit like." That. Um. I don't know. I feel like this is some shit that Sasha would do, to, just to be real with you. Um, just from her previous run as a heel. She's a very despicative, disgusting, doesn't really know where the line is drawn type of heel. Um, yeah. She's the one who makes what's-her-face, that Bailey fan girl cry in the front of the audience, pulls the thing off. She's the person who... Instead of, you know, taking a great victory, just decides to, like, beat the shit out of Bailey and leave it up for Kana. Like, she's a she's a jerk. She's 100% a jerk. This is top 10, turn up to 10, Sasha. Um, it's weird because in some instances, it seems to be, like, people are disgusted by it. In some instances, it's not. Um, 
could, they could have avoided it. I think they could have had the same result without it there. Um, yeah, <laughs> honestly, you're right. <laughs> like, they didn't really need it. Um, I'll say, uh, I mean, let's say, uh, I, I would say, you know what? Let's leave dead family members out of this entire thing. How about that? I feel like it's just not, not that I'm completely disgusted by it, but I just feel like if it's not necessary, instead of us just using it, it's kind of cheap. Uh, Sasha really doesn't need that sort of cheap heat to really go on and things like that. Yeah, just beat her up. It didn't get her more booze. Yeah, it didn't get her any <laughs> more booze. Like, you know, it is what it is. So uh, there was another really strong segment on on Raw. I don't even know if you want to talk about this. Uh, the Kofi New Day or in Revival segment, I thought was really fucking good. Um, even for you know, and it started from a Revival versus New Day match on Raw. Out of nowhere, one of the cleanest RKO's I've ever seen, <laughs> catching Big E out of nowhere. Uh, Randy interrupts the match because of the DQ. They beat the shit out of the New Day <laughs> and uh, beat up Kofi and make him watch as he breaks Xavier's leg. Kind Xavier of, was great here. Yeah, I mean, a little milking of it, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was great. Don't get me wrong. It was great. It was great. It was great. Um I thought the entire thing, you know, I think probably the most, uh, the the best thing about it was how kind of well choreographed everything was. Um, from Randy Orton to come in to the revival kind of being by his side and sort of building that sort of dynamic, that aspect. They're even starting building like, yo, Randy gave us these snakeskin boots because he's the viper or some bullshit like that. <laughs> um it was a gift. That thing they said was a gift it was for a, what they did last yeah, week. Yeah, gift for what they did last week, et cetera, et cetera. I love the RKO on Big E. Once again, yes, comes out of nowhere. Kofi Kingston, who no one thought would be there, um, ends up being there and ends up getting in on this beatdown. You need to – we're continuing to build this sort of level. I think, you know, this is all leading to Hell in a Cell. Uh, Clash of Champions oh, yeah. is just a – this feud does not end or is not decided. It's not anything by Clash of Champions. This feud is 100% decided by Hell in a Cell. Um, so to me, instead of this being we're two weeks away from a major pay-per-view, we're like really like five weeks away from the, you know, the big match. Um, you know what's interesting? I, at some point, Randy would have to win the belt and then Kofi get it back, right? Would he? Well, because like... I'm thinking of Survivor Series and who Seth is going to face because I don't see Seth losing the belt. Mm. I'm thinking, to me, I'm thinking of the next big four. Yeah, but, uh, you know. The next of the big four shows, rather. If there's anyone I see losing the belt, it's Seth Rollins. (laughs) To who? Not to Braun. It may not be to Braun. Maybe to some schmuck. I don't know. Uh, Well, Braun seems to be his program for the next two months. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how all this goes down. I don't know. I just can't see. There isn't a... I mean, Kofi could lose. Don't get me wrong. We could reach Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell is where I'll give the result where I really, really think about if Kofi could lose or not. Because, um, I mean, like, Seth and Randy for the champion versus champion just does not hit the same to me. Fuck no. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, I, I think Seth and Kofi would be a good champion champion. It'd be definitely a, a really work rate heavy match but 
there's got to be a big name that, or something big they're waiting on or holding off on. And, and this isn't to say like the Seth couldn't lose in between. I just don't think it'll be LeBron. Mm. Interesting. No, you, you might be right. You might be right. Um, I, I just think to make that feud hotter, Randy has to win the belt in the one-on-one and then have Kofi beat him in a match where he can't get help, you know? Hmm. I don't I mean, know. I'm just, just, just something to think about. Just something to think about. Just something to think about. Um, Why not? King of the Ring started on Monday. So much shit happened on Raw. The King of the Ring almost felt like an afterthought at one point to me. But uh, I have to say, I felt I felt the Raw King of the Ring matches weren't as good at well. What on both shows, one of them ended with fuckery. But I, I thought that uh, the Andrade Apollo match was a lot better on SmackDown than Joe Cesaro was. But of course, uh, moving forward in the King of the Ring, uh, Samoa Joe does advance in a pretty good match with Cesaro and Cedric. Alexander pretty much squashes Sami Zayn out of the territory. It doesn't even seem like he's on fucking Raw anymore after his loss. Yeah, to the surprise of no one, he beats uh, Sami Zayn. In two, in two minutes. <laughs> it's legitimately the entire clip on YouTube is the, is the match. Um, <laughs> it, it's insane, but it is what it is. We, get, we would figure out why on, on SmackDown. And then we'll have, we'll have to have a conversation about that, but I'm not mad at... Um, Joe and Cedric advancing. Uh, Cedric is a great player. I think he needs to go the distance in this tournament. Joe needs a win, to be honest with you. And Cesaro is kind of like a low stakes. You don't really need to like protect Cesaro or anything like that. He's kind of like a low stakes victory. So um, I'm not surprised. Um, but, the, you know, King of the Ring did continue on SmackDown as well. Uh, let's get to SmackDown. Uh, KO and Shane continues in the king of the ring there was a, a storyline all throughout the night about uh, shane taking away the a hundred thousand dollar fine that he put on ko uh and it pretty much ended the way that i predicted it would end with ko losing in the first round to advance the storyline yeah i mean he loses with chicanery um shane mcmahon is still very much so alive on smackdown very much still still involved as much as wwe has tried to like i think get away from these authority figures it seems like the shane mcmahon is really the only one that really truly works at this moment um nor should i think anybody else i mean i think if you have stephanie mcmahon also flowing around in this it kind of takes away from what shane mcmahon is doing um Mm -hmm. but this whole, to me, the whole Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon thing, it's getting better. I think um, with it getting a lot more nuanced and a lot less, I'm beating you down with Drew and Elias every week, even though it was Elias this week. I think it's getting a little bit more nuanced. I think he's hit, they're hitting it from a different point. I think they're hitting it from a level of where people can actually relate, especially when your boss, you know, your boss finds you if that ever happened to you or something. Um, yeah, uh, I I mean we, this ends where it ended two years ago in Hell in a Cell. I would hope so. It's got to end eventually. I, this is going on longer than I thought. If you thought it would end by SummerSlam, yeah, it's, it's ending at, at Hell in a Cell. I think that's how you get rid of Shane is that you put him away in that match. That's pretty much the way I see it. I think there might be like a Elias KO match that happens, but you don't want to have KO tied up in King of the Ring and in beating people that he shouldn't be beating uh you know just get him out of there just get him out as quickly as possible you know there there are new guys that deserve that that spot uh andrade apollo uh andrade of course again on a crazy run right now just he's just win all he does is win right now it's really good i'm i'm thinking that we're gonna see ricochet andrade finals so what does the winner of king of the ring actually get 
I don't know. It's I not think a title shot. Could. They could, but they could announce that at any time, Mills. You know that. I hope so. I mean, it, it would suck if they announced it like three after the first round is already in and no one well, realizes here's my, it. Here's my thing. It's like, I feel like they're going to go to Ricochet Seth. Mm. I think that's why you take the U.S. title off of them. I think obviously to be in this, obviously to be in King of the Ring, you, you, there's no champions in King of the Ring. But like, yeah, I really have no idea where they're going with this King of the Ring. It's a lot of guy. I mean, it, it's it's great if they go with Ricochet. I'm great if they go with um, Andrade. I'm also great if they go. I think my pick is probably still Baron Corbin, which is weird, but it just is. Um, he was he he was on Raw, and we didn't even mention him. They didn't even like make a big deal out of him. Meals. I think because I think he's, not, have, he's not. He's you not. Have have Mahal fear. You have gender Mahal. You have gender Mahal fear right now. Nah, I think they have. Uh, they were having that tag team match. They just need something to fill up the time. They were like, "Listen, we got these two other guys. They're in the terminal. So I'm gonna have a tag team match." And then they. He got. Next pin- he got pinned. He got pinned in that match. Uh, I mean, that's not the end all. Who's he facing in the first round? He's facing the Miz. He's probably gonna win. To be real with you, he's not gonna win. Cause look at the bracket. Who's the, who would the Miz face if I think he would face Ricochet if if Ricochet wins? The Miz. Yeah, I think so. I think they're gonna go with Baron Corbin versus Ricochet. Nah, we'll see. We'll I, see. I don't. I don't. I really don't. I I it, like again. I think the Baron Corbin thing is over. I don't. know. I, I really do. I don't. I, you I, know, how, not that. How could that, you not? No, not he that, hasn't been on TV in a month. Not, not that I don't think it's over, but at the same time, it's like I don't, I'm not discounting him from losing. Yet at the same time, it's like going back to the well. Like he's the Miz is the established face over a decade, things like that. They're continuing to like Baron Corbin is like the right now. I mean, I'm not saying he's. I mean, I actually am saying he's going the distance, but mm, I don't know. I mean, he he could not win. I, well, you I can't have. Didn't. You're not gonna have Baron versus Drew. That's not happening. I haven't seen the thing, but um, the 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 the, the brackets. I don't have it in front of me, but it's uh, next week is uh, next week is Miz Corbin Ricochet Drew. Ricochet Drew. You're That's, not having. You're not having. You're not having. Uh, you're not having that happen. No. Well, let's see how this goes. Because I'm sure people don't want to actually see Drew McIntyre versus The Miz in the second round. Um, well, that's not going to happen. Uh, I, I think Ricochet is a shoe in on the, on the Raw bracket. I think Andrade is a shoe in on the SmackDown bracket. Just looking at, speaking of which, Buddy Murphy, I think something's definitely going to happen there with him in this tournament. Uh, Brian, Daniel Bryan versus Buddy Murphy. Man, how hot was the internet during this match? I mean, he, he works in heel one week. He works a face in next week. They have a pretty good match. Um, Brian putting over the new talent too. Daniel, I mean Daniel Bryan has been very much so giving. He's been giving it all. He's been the, he's he's put over the other parts of New Day. He's put over Kofi Kingston. He's put over heavy of, machinery. Heavy machinery. He's doing it all. He's really really doing it all. I mean he's he's in backstage segments threatening people. Um, listen. What what did you feel about uh Big Rich Town this week? Listen. You know the poet's part. That's all you have to you have to remember. Um I feel like this entire thing it the the ending of it threw me for a loop. 
and them building up the, this uh this entire video package for this feud gets longer and longer every week by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, they don't have to go all the way back to july when no, like, at, at some point this is going to be like a half hour series and they're just going to play it on youtube it's like a playlist of the entire daniel bryan roman reigns thing um but it's getting more interesting i love the character that daniel bryan is um i love that he's really like really bossing up on people and be like listen I know who it is, and I know who it is. I'll so be- the reveal, the reveal on this episode yeah. is that it's some dude who looks like Rowan. Here's here's, and- here's my thoughts on the reveal. This is where it stopped being a big rich town, and it started being a little bit more of this. Hold on. It started getting a little trapped in the closet. <laughs> it started getting a little bit more, you know. He pulls off the rag. It's, it's, it's and it's some guy who looks like Rowan, 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 Rowan. I love the I love the shot that of Roman just reacting. For like I think a that's minute. a legit reaction. I swear to God, it was like I think he had no idea who was under that. Roman was like, ah, ah, uh, what, ah, uh, what, huh? And then it goes, it fades to black. I, I liked it this week. I know a lot of people were pissed off that people actually thought this was the end. I was like, are you guys that dense <laughs> that you think this is the end of this, this, this These fucking people, story? They were not born in the Attitude Era. We've, remember that SmackDown where, um, where Stone Cold leaves Triple H in the room with the rattlesnake? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he comes back on Monday like, oh, man, I have to give up the title. I got rattlesnake bites all over me and shit like that. And then it ends up being makeup. That's or the, the or the choppy choppy your pee pee. It's a this is an ever going story, and I like it. I like it. I like that every week. It's just a new something else for me to look forward to on SmackDown. Of just like where is this nonsensical feud going to go? The fact that yeah. Roman is just left like, huh? <laughs> We're <laughs> all the, left like, huh? At the end of SmackDown, and it's just like some dude. Um, very very funny. Um. Next up, Sami Zayn. He has a new purpose. Uh, so we get uh, so we get a Miss TV. Strangely enough, or Miss doing double duty this week. Uh, USA where, Network, baby. Where Sami is basically saying he has a new purpose. He has a fight for something, and he brings out Shinsuke Nakamura, who he is acting as his manager now. Uh, it seems to be Sami's new role. Before you get to this, Meals. Uh, I think that people are overreacting a little bit too much to this. I think this will eventually lead to Sammy. I think we're going to get Sammy Shinsuke two here or three, whatever. I think we're going to get it again. Maybe down the line. I think to me, you know, Shinsuke needs it. Honestly, like if they're going to keep this title on him, he needs this. This is so weird because I believe Sammy Zayn is on raw. Um, I believe The Miz is also on Raw. Shinsuke Nakamura is just like, now I have a mouthpiece. This is looking a lot more like Rusev Day uh, than anything with the with the guys singing Shinsuke's praises and Shinsuke just kind of being the, the champion who sort of kicks ass. Um, I end up, here's what I think. I think this ends up with Shinsuke turning on Sammy. Um, yeah, and, and that's because, what I'm saying. Like, oh, Sammy's right. going to... 
Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Sammy's gonna become a face. How do you feel like he feels about this? Essentially, now it, it's it's less of a, a wrestling thing. Now it's more of a talking thing. I mean, that's kind of been his shtick for the last couple months, but now it's kind of like official. Now, now it's kind of like he seems more now this Leo Rush kind of role, um, this Aiden English yeah. type of role than actual like supporting the actual real life wrestler. You're putting him in a role that I don't think the company sees him at. I think that they've put him in really important positions before to make other guys look good and to make other guys get, you know, get over or attempt to get over. I mean, I'm not 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 to, you know, I'm speaking on the Bobby Lashley thing from last year, but I think that like. I don't know how he feels about this. I, I can't say how he feels about it. I know that there are a lot more things in his life that he cares about a lot more than wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, and that being his, that being his, uh, philanthro- uh, philanthropic. Know, yeah. Like his, his endeavors there have been way more important to him than wrestling. So like, I can't say that he probably feels any type of way, shape or form. I think that he's had a great career. I think that he's had a great career in the WWE too. I think that like, at the end of the day, like wherever he needs to fit in, he, he fits in, you know, he's just going to fit in. Like, I'm not mad at this. I thought the segment was, was like strangely not that hot on TV. I didn't feel like a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people were confused by it. Yeah. Honestly, it's 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 very much so confusing. Quite honestly, it's very, very confusing is why um, Sami Zayn is on Miz TV, why he's now pairing up with Shinsuke Nakamura, why Shinsuke attacks the Miz, like sort of an attack dog, why all this is happening. It's all very confusing. None of these guys are on the same show, um, except maybe Shinsuke, (laughs) except maybe Sami and Miz. So it's like, it's very confusing. It's very, very confusing. Um, But they've got time to make it make sense. Hashtag make it make sense. They they can tighten this up next week. I mean, it could potentially see us with Shinsuke working twice on a week. So we'll we'll see if he shows up on Raw next week. Um, last thing on SmackDown, uh, we got the official announcement. The first match announced for Clash of Champions is Charlotte versus Bailey. Going back to the well here, we knew it was going. We knew it was going to happen. You called it, Meals. Uh, title match. Title what match. What do you say? Sure. I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, who else? <laughs> no really? one. No, they beat they beat Ember back down to the mid card last week. I, I thought that she would have at least still been in it. Nope, not at all. Um, really, really enjoyable segment. I thought between. Uh, I feel like these Alexa segments are so fucking long though. Like I try and DVR them like four, like fast forward them, and they're so fu- like it. Like I'll be like, oh, three minutes. It's still fucking on. But um, they love the shit out of Alexa. They love her. That's why I'm like, Nikki is is rich forever. Yeah. Like, as long as she's next to her, she's rich forever, bro. Well, as long as she's next to her. Yeah, well, I mean, the it, she's a hard enough worker that I think it'll... But I think the biggest takeaway I, I see from this is that the biggest women's programs on these two shows have to do with the four horsewomen. Of course. And, and because of this, now all the other women are pushed back. <laughs> Again, is that the narrative that's going around? Well, I, I, it's not even a narrative. It's like clear on on TV. Like the only women's program we saw on Monday was was the Becky Sasha Natty thing, and the only women's program we saw on Tuesday was, I mean, we saw the women's tag match. Hmm. I'd say Alexa's probably like an honorary member of the Four Horse Women, anyway. So there you go. Yeah, she's kind of. And like, then you, yeah, 
She's like the fifth horse. She's like she's like the Magnum TA of the four horse women. This is very true. Except that everyone hates her. Well, at least Sasha hates her. Sasha hates her. But you know, I think it's very very interesting. Charlotte versus Bailey. I wouldn't say very very interesting. This should be a by the books match. Um, by the books match. By the books feud. By the books sort of everything. I would be surprised how most things move forward from here. Um, once again, I think the SmackDown Women's Division needs you. Yeah, it needs <laughs> needs a little bit more. Needs a needs a little shot in its arm. It potentially needs you know a little bit of live. Hmm. Hmm. Are you pissed off a little bit of some live? The Lip Squad. Uh, how did I piss them? How did I piss anyone off? You. I mean. <laughs> I didn't even do nothing. All I said was I thought she was pretty bad in NXT, and I think she got better on the main roster when she got around Ruby and, and Ruby, who could actually work. Listen, when keeping it real goes wrong, my friend. Just, you know. I just pissed people off for nothing. I was like, please get these people out of my mentions, bro. Listen. Oh, so fucking crazy. This squad is heavy. Um, but yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Uh... Not really. I would say, oh, can we just, yeah, might as well just plug all our, you know, great RNC stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a really busy week here on RNC Radio. Follow us at RNC Radio Live. Of course, subscribe to us. Leave us a comment. Please leave, please leave us a comment on RNC Radio's, uh, you, uh, what is it, Apple Podcasts? I'm sorry. And the A-Show's Apple Podcast. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. That really, really helps us out. Please, please, please do so. Uh, this week, we had so much stuff dropping. We had So Help Me God with myself and Pafif talking about the HBO show, The Righteous Gemstones. Really funny episode. Really informative episode as well. Uh, we also had a very special episode uh, of the Perfect Play podcast with Reese LaFlair. Uh, Huey does talk to Risa Flair. Really good in- interview with, with a lot of great insight on his life. Uh, we also had the finale of the G Show, uh, which came out last weekend, talking about what was next or what's next for New Japan after the G1 with myself and Cyrus. Look out for spot callers coming in about a week. Uh, and you also have late fees coming this Friday with Dwayne Johnson, which I mentioned earlier. We are going to rip him a new one. Because I had to, I had to watch some very terrible movies this week, and I'm very not happy about it. So yeah, is well, that, is, did I miss anything? Oh, well, The Rock is rich. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't have to listen to what you said. Um, please stay tuned for a new episode of The Lookout next week, where we will be going over the anime that is My Hero Academia season one. It is my pick for uh, this week. Last the last episode we had Jeff's pick, which was Hunter Hunter. This time we're going My Hero Academia season one. So make sure you tune into that, and make sure you tune in My Hero Academia. Also next week, which should be the episode that should be coming, um, another episode of Mount Silver. We'll be going over the Gen Three games that includes Pokemon Ruby, Pokemon Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Green, Fire Red, Leaf Green, all the games, including the remakes. Make sure you stay tuned to that. We got It's all coming up next week on the RNC Radio Live feed. All right. So until next time, uh, thank you guys for listening to the A Show. We have we have you know so thankful for you guys. We're a couple of weeks away from episode one hundred. Uh, so I mean, stay with us for this ride, and we will try our best not to disappoint you guys. Send in your hot takes as well. We'll see you next week. Peace. The champion is still black, y'all. Peace. <laughs>